0: I'm Kevin Pelton. I'm Tristan Carcino.
1: I'm Chris Smith.
2: And I'm Randy Cote.
3: And we're talking taco time. Well, I'm glad that audio actually worked, unlike the live podcast we did with Brooke Olson and Dam a few weeks ago. Our guest today is an author, a political consultant, and the co-host of the Spotless podcast. But more importantly, she's our second consecutive guest who once tweeted, hoping for a Taco Time Northwest sponsorship. Please welcome to the pod, <laughs> Hannah Brooks Olson.
4: Oh, Thank you. They still have not gotten back to me, but it's fine.
3: I mean, this is going to really, you know, amplify... That goal, although I don't think we have not yet gotten Brooke of the sponsorship that she was hoping for. So <laughs> or we'll ourselves.
0: We <laughs> We're still waiting too. You <laughs> might want to try. Line. Get <laughs> yeah. in line, Hannah. If you want when to start play- a podcast about talking about Taco Time, record like 20 episodes.
1: When they used to play sports in a in a stadium with people inside of it, we kind of had our own sponsorship going on there on certain days. <laughs> <We> definitely <laughs> the had closest we've
3: podcasts. come. <laughs> So this all started with Uh, Hannah's appearance on the Why I'm a Mariners fan podcast series for our friends at Lookout Landing, on which Tristan and I once went to explain why we're no longer Mariners fans. Why we're not
0: Mariners fans. Kind
3: of subverted the whole idea of that podcast. Host Matthew Robertson mentioned seeing Rick Riz at a taco time, which put your love of taco time on our radar. Uh, now you grew up in Eugene, the ancestral home of Taco Time and Taco Time International, before coming to Washington for college. So, what was kind of the Taco Time experience for you?
4: Ah, uh, what wasn't the Taco Time experience? I mean, I so I will just I will just start by saying that my my claim to fame that you will wrestle from my cold dead hands um, is that my first solid food was at a Taco Time when I was literally an infant, uh, and my we were there eating at taco time as we often did as like a poor family with too many children um and uh and I was I mean I guess I I wasn't eating real food yet but my older brother was and he very lovingly shared with me a bite of his soft bean burrito and um I just never looked back
1: soft bean burrito is very much like that should be a child's first food
4: and it's basically baby food. Like yeah. it's like you don't have to chew it, which is also <laughs> why I still love it when I'm hungover. <laughs> it goes right down
0: when chewing is difficult.
4: Sometimes it's too hard.
0: Uh, okay, so I'm guessing that was at Taco Time International. If you grew up in Eugene,
4: uh, n- uh, no, we were out at the Taco Time in like River Road. It was like a. It was not a, It was not a nice one. But I, I don't know. What is the, can you explain to me the, the Taco Time International?
1: And as in people which with case, the Taco Time podcast, we definitely can explain. <laughs> okay. the right place yeah. for that one. Cool.
4: It's weird that they don't ta- call it Taco Tiempe, but that's fine.
3: So the Oregon locations are Taco Time International. Oh,
4: then yeah, I guess so.
3: As well as Eastern Washington and the other random places where they happen to be. And Lost, then Western Washington Canada. is Taco Time Northwest. <laughs> Taco which Time Northwest. Separate corporate entities.
4: Got so it. Okay. That's a, that's a
3: big source of t- content for this podcast. You I think it about- was the first three episodes of the <laughs> podcast, really, if you think about it.
4: I mean, when you stumble on a gold mine like that, it's like <laughs> you can't look away, you know? So, did you notice a difference
3: when you then came up to Washington first for college and then to live in Seattle?
4: I mean, I I noticed a dearth of taco times, mostly, um, because I went to school in Bellingham. And I I mean, all the much like in Seattle, most of the like fast food stuff is like outside or in weird locations. Um, And then when I moved to Seattle uh, and my friends took me through the drive through one down in like West Seattle, kind of uh, my mind was blown because it was it was. It was pretty nice. It was a pretty good one. And then I went to one of the ones with the, like, super soda machines on I-5 in, like, southwestern Washington, and that was, like, a whole other situation. There was, I believe, corn chowder being offered. It just seemed like they were – I feel like they were putting on airs, especially considering it was located in, like, uh, Kelso, Washington. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or
2: Longview.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I mean, Uh, I guess if this is a date night location, like, fine, but –
0: What was
1: the Kelso special?
0: The River, The Winito Winito and Green River Cola also. Mm, Yes.
4: I wouldn't personally name a beverage after a river known for pollution and also serial (laughs) killing. But again, not, you know, not my circus. I
1: think the soda probably came long before then. (laughs)
4: Well,
3: I think we determined at one point that the Green River soda actually doesn't have anything to do with our Green River. It's a different Green River, as as it turns out. Okay, getting to our usual questions, what's your go to order at taco time?
4: Uh, Now I get a like the veggie burrito, the one that has like sunflower seeds and stuff in it, which I know is controversial, but it's quite good. And then a friend of mine, like I have to shout out to a dyed in the wool Seattleite, my friend Sarah Lloyd. Uh, She informed me that if you tell the lady at the drive thru to put the Mexi fries into the burrito, that they will do it
1: yeah
4: and so that in the veggie burrito is like the perfect combo
3: i mean really in anything yeah that's that's one of our favorites is the, yeah uh, the uh ba- the baja california burrito is is i have tried to call it i don't think that's caught on at all. <laughs> you're trying to coin it <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make fetch happen it's not happening
1: they're all they're mostly soft tacos you know in washington
4: Yeah. Right. I, you know, I, uh, I shared this, I shared that tidbit with someone, um, who I used to work with, who is a, an elected official who I won't name, but who is very fond of taco time. And I thought he was going to shit himself. He was so excited. Um, so it, you know, it goes all the way up.
1: Yeah. From, from working there in my past, it just depends who you get and what you're asking, but most of the time they'll, they'll try whatever you're, and then if you just get in like a regular, you become a regular. Oh, it's that guy that likes his fish taco grilled into tortilla warmer. You already know he's like two cars back and they're already on it.
4: I love that. I've never, I don't think I've ever been a regular at a specific taco time. I feel like I'm. <laughs> That's
0: food place.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm, my, my taco timing is usually like en route. It's almost always like now these days, like I'm like on my way to do something back when Back when we could do things and go places it was usually like oh we're going to the skating rink or like we stopped at a taco time one time when we were going down to wild waves so now it's also like intimately linked to special occasions
3: Wait, are we going to have to do a side sub-podcast on Wild Waves here? Because I'm ready to do that anytime, <laughs> any place. You know, what, what year was this you were going to Wild Waves?
4: Uh, like four years ago. Um, okay. I went with, uh, back in the day when I used to run a website called Seattleish, my, the girls and I who I ran it with, we all went one time just to like see what it was about. <laughs> because I think, I think none of us had been there. And then what we discovered was that you could get um, like Budweiser, like, strawberry lime aritas or whatever they are and just like drink them like anywhere oh yeah you can the whole place is like chill for liquor consumption I'm pretty sure and so we were just like oh well okay guess we'll just get drunk and like yell at children so it was you know not a bad time
2: (laughs) meanwhile I feel like everyone on this podcast has a very strong connection between like what was the like Q- there was some cube 93 promotion with wild waves i think that's all where we're at is Whoa. like we're
3: definitely second- we, we weren't able to drink when we were going to wild yeah, waves, no, that's for sure not at
2: all.
1: <laughs> let me let me bring this all together because i just remembered something we're working at, <laughs> at taco time in the mall every year they gave us a fat stack of these wild waves coupons to hand out to people
4: how many did you pocket like for your own usage? I I,
1: I was not going to Wild Waves. Wow.
4: <laughs> he slept on it.
1: If I knew that you could drink there, I probably would have gone more. But
4: I mean, I don't know if it's 100% worth it just to like sit by like a like a pool with a Band-Aid floating in it just to be like, no, I'm like here drinking. But, you know, if you have nothing else to do with your time.
1: Yeah, I just did that at the skate park instead.
3: I feel like that is everyone's connection now to Wild Waves, is thinking of Band-Aids floating in the pool. And I can only imagine how horrifying that is to Tristan, who has a phobia about Band-Aids. I haven't been there since 2006,
0: <laughs> I want to say. <laughs> since I've been of drinking age, sadly.
3: Yeah, it's been a minute.
0: But I, I, I literally drove by Wild Waves today, and I felt a little bit nostalgic for a second. So You got it.
1: Yeah, it's nice when you drive yeah. by.
3: It's yeah. nice to know we have been there. Even if we don't necessarily <laughs> yeah. wish to go there nice now, to know
2: we have been there. But Time International. It's nice. It's good that you have been there, but you don't need to go back.
3: Right? Yeah, right. But but you might need to if you're if you're living now in Portland as Hannah is. So have you been since the move? Uh,
4: no, I have not. Um, <laughs> actually, where is my closest? Taco time. I have not clocked my closest taco time yet since I moved, but I, but it just occurred. Uh, and mostly I'm just getting a lot of things delivered to me by bicycle here. So really live in that, that Portland dream.
3: <laughs> the dream of the nineties uh, was, so you mentioned a variety of different taco time locations. Did any besides the West Seattle one that you mentioned with, with the drive through stand out as a favorite?
4: I mean, I think you have to talk about the real weird one in Wallingford, uh, the one that's in the most hideous building, but also that you kind of love.
3: Hideous, wow.
4: Hideous, wow. I mean, it just looks like a very small office park. I don't know, it's a, but, and it also, it's it's so incongruous, right? Like you're driving through Wallingford and it's like, oh, like cute houses. And you kind of like remember when Wallingford was like the place that hippies lived. Uh, if I'm going off of what I learned from almost live, um, and <laughs> then it's just like this just gigantic or glass, like palace of Mexi fries. Um, so that was a little jarring when I first saw it. Uh, and then I think the other one, I mean, I have a lot of very good memories of the, uh, the one in like interbay in Seattle, um, just from being like a salvation from traffic, like the number of times where I've just been like, if I have to sit on 15th any longer, I am going to pee this car seat and I'm also going to kill somebody. And so like, just like whipping into that taco time and just being like, I need some cinnamon twisty things. And I needed the biggest diet Coke you can make me. And I'm going to pee like, so I, I feel like that one has a place in my heart.
0: This is the only podcast you could be on where every single one of the hosts, no matter what the location you say is,
3: we're all like nodding oh, along. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah well,
0: Inner Bay. I mean, totally.
3: One of us. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that was my home location for a long period of time.
4: It's a good one. You know, it's like, uh, it's got good hours. It's like, it's never, I don't think I've ever even seen another human there. Like it's never <laughs> crowded. Um, for some reason, I don't remember if that's the one that, Matthew said he saw Rick Riz at. For some reason, that's in my memory, but I, I went
3: and re listened. I don't think he specified think so. the location.
4: I don't that My brain, I think, just filled that in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you just said that. That seems where I feel like Rick Riz is more likely to be spotted on the east side somewhere. You
4: We're would think, but who knows, man? Maybe they're out getting B roll. I don't know. You never know. Who knows? <laughs>
3: Chris Gallivanting all over the city at various Taco Time locations. Well, that
1: was like the closest one to the Sonics offices, right, Al? Or?
3: Yeah, that's why it was my I used to go to lunch there on a regular basis. And there were a decent number of people there during the lunch rush. But yeah, oh, probably yeah. not as much when you were gone. Yeah,
1: you could go to any Taco Time at like 7 p.m. and be like, how does this place stay open? But if, if you're there at... <laughs> 11 to 1 or 2 p.m. It's insane.
4: That's exactly accurate. I don't think I've ever gotten taco time like for lunch as an adult. It's always like I'm in my car, I'm going somewhere, I'm going to hit the drive through. And like it's, it is always like just like, just like cramming, you know, a crisp bean burrito down in my car, like as I go to do something that I really don't want to do, like joylessly attending a (laughs) Democratic meeting or something.
3: Randy, how many locations are you at again? Uh, we,
2: I was just looking, so official, I've been to 80% of all of the 79 Taco Time Northwest locations.
4: Do you Only- lead with that when you go in?
2: <laughs> yeah exactly like that's my opening i don't even <laughs> place my order hi ready go i've been to 80 percent of your uh locations he's trying to cut in line excuse effect. me excuse
1: me i'm making this taco time number 54 <laughs> on my list
4: he just points to like a scout merit badge that yeah. he's made specially for that location yeah
2: i wear a sash actually <laughs> yeah. when i go to yeah, that's right. there was a time at one of the bellingham locations i walked in and the friend i was with had asked me like, "Oh, what's in you know?" Named some menu item, and I started listing off all of the components of it. And the teenager working behind the um, the register looked at me like I was like the Rain Man or something. <laughs> like it was very.
4: <laughs> You're like yes. <laughs> well,
2: almost everything has basically
1: the same ingredients. So
4: <laughs> it's not a long list, right? Like you you yeah. work there. It's not like. You don't have like a, a a giant pantry in the back of expansive ingredients.
1: But when you're when you're 16 and you're high, you're <laughs> like, I have no idea what I'm what goes in here.
4: It says being in the name. Actually, this is reminding me that we we had a taco time. It wasn't even a franchise. We had like a taco time leased space in my high school cafeteria. I am really? just now yeah, I'm like remembering this as I speak to you guys. Um, yes, because I was remembering having to tell the lady one time what went into the veggie burrito. And I just remember being like, no, it's ranch. It's ranch. <laughs> and she's got like the she's got the sour cream gun ready to go. And I was just like, mm-mm, mm Taco but
1: Time International will put a taco time anywhere. That and that's
2: the problem.
4: Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, I get it. They'll put Wait, it in a no
0: over
2: they don't care. I went to a taco time international in a truck stop one time.
4: Oh hell. Yes, you did. That sounds (laughs) awesome. I would fuck with that. (laughs)
2: Cafeterias, (laughs) truck stops. She'll fuck with it.
4: Yeah. A hundred percent. I wish that like we had, you know, in Washington and Oregon, both we have like state run uh, other like pit stops, you know, like rest stops, but man, if they just wanted to lease with a taco time, I wouldn't be mad.
3: Yeah. So I was leading with that Randy question. Do you have an estimate of how many different taco time locations you've been to? Um,
4: let's, uh, let's, let's do a little ballpark in, uh, probably Well, my high school, uh, <laughs> although I was only really there sort of peripherally much of the time. Um, probably I think there's, are there three in Bellingham, two in Bellingham?
2: There are, I mean, it depends on your definition in Bellingham, but yeah, there's, there's basically three.
4: I think I only ever went to two in Bellingham, uh, two in Seattle, no, three in Seattle. Uh, so I don't know, probably, and then probably like three in Eugene. So I don't know, nine, maybe 10. Did oh, and then fed- like long federal way. Oh, federal <laughs> way. I did go to federal and way. Yeah. Yeah. And we know, yeah. Oh, basically every single one on I-5 because my family still lives in Eugene and I was going to school in Bellingham. So I was driving back and forth on I-5 all the time and I don't eat meat. And so like whenever I would like, I know that Taco Time is a very reliable place for me to be able to like eat some real food, like get a giant caffeinated beverage and just like get going. So probably a handful on I-5 for sure.
3: Yeah, this is an interesting, we have not gotten taco time from the vegetarian perspective. And I think that's a useful place to go because as you mentioned, yeah. it is well-suited for, for that.
4: It's so reliable for that. Like, uh, several of my friends who are also vegetarians, like that's where, that's who I would go to when we would go down to the skate rink, uh, in, uh, white center when we, cause we would go to Skateroki, Um, and we would stop for veggie burritos to like, you know, fuel up. Yeah that's the way. Plus, I mean, who's like, it's the kind of thing I feel like everybody, there's not very many drive throughs that everyone, regardless of their like food issues can go to, your like gluten-free friend can go there. You're, you know, like you, you can reliably have everyone, regardless of their eating, like everyone can stop at a taco time.
1: What I was going to say about the one in the mall where I worked, not, none of the other places in the food court, you could, you know, rely on that. So Just basically, like every vegetarian that works at the mall, like would go. Put some
0: respect on the Cinnabon's name.
3: (laughs) I was gonna say cheese pizza
0: at the Sbarro.
1: I was I was trading tostada salads for a lot of Cinnabons, man.
0: (laughs) The I mean, it is kind of interesting to think about that. Is most of the places with drive-throughs particular are burger-based, right? Like basically every fast food location that would reliably have a drive-through. You know, there's other places here, sort of like newer fast casual Chipotle and places like that are good for vegetarian food. But Taco Time's one of the few spots that is very natural to have vegetarian options that are just part of the menu, not something that's been sort of like... uh, added on at the variant yeah
4: yeah you're not gonna get snuck up on i think and they're and they're used to it right like if you are ordering all stuff that doesn't have meat a lot of times too they'll ask you like oh are you okay with dairy like so they'll they you know are for my my vegan brethren like they are chill with uh with that as well and so it's definitely and your
2: response is you pick up that ranch gun right now <laughs> yeah,
4: <I> am- <laughs> bitch what did i tell you <laughs>
1: Hey, and Randy, I want the Mexican. They might have a there. ranch gun at Taco Time International, but they have a nice ladle at TPNW. <laughs> oh, <okay? laughs>
4: with a bow on it. I imagine like a really. Like if a, you
1: get the wrist flint, you just like if you're in it, boom, just a little.
4: Okay, but the, the sour wrist. cream still comes out of a gun, right?
1: Uh no, they have that. When I first worked there, we didn't even have sour cream. It was just ranch. <laughs> uh but then they they came with the um, the light when they came with the chicken soft taco light they got this non-fat sour cream that was in like a squirt, like a ketchup squirt bottle thing
4: Oh no and i i think we were just going through so much sour cream at my high school that it was like one of those like <laughs> it almost looked like a like a caulking gun it was probably actually a caulking gun but it and so the lady could just be like <laughs>
3: was, i could definitely envision like, it it's
1: like how dicks does all their burgers to their like yeah. ketchup and every whatever. Just.
4: I mean, you know, when speed is the name of the game, you got to figure out how to do it. Not everyone has your amazing wrist action. Your yeah. I learned that movement. from
3: Maria, you know, but
4: yeah, that takes skill
3: shots to Maria a lot. <laughs> you let us into another question here. You mentioned the Mexi fries in the bag. Now. On our last podcast, we we I don't know if I want to say broke the news, but at least publicized the news that mexi fries have been renamed at Taco Time Northwest tater fries.
4: I mean, uh, about time. Like let's be honest, like I've been waiting for this announcement to come for a long time. Uh yeah, that's yes. That that's fine. Tater fries, I don't know that I I don't they must have focus group that but
3: that was, that was the, the big question, I think, that uh, there was general support for the renaming among this group, although not unanimous, but uh, that that tater fries was not the best they could have come up with.
4: Uh, I mean, first of all, because fries already implies it's made with a tater. Exactly. Like that's sort, that's sort of the one thing you can guarantee from a fry. So I don't think the fry was the confusing part. I think the part is that people <laughs> yeah. don't realize that they've always been tots. Like they took the wrong part of the term tater tot and applied it. But I guess like, I don't know.
0: Did you listen to the last talk taco time or did you come up with this completely on your own?
4: <laughs> I just I just came, okay. I came cold. I will be honest with you, I did not. Do no, no. This,
2: is, this yeah. This proves the point. You're you're basically arguing all of our points that we we said in the emergency tater fries <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
4: When you okay. sent up like the the tater fry like bat sign in the air yes. and no one knew what it was because it was just like a shape
3: tot yeah. <laughs> like, signal
2: yeah
4: I mean yeah but, obviously
3: but I mean I mean honestly, if we put in the the silhouette of the box of Mexi fries or now tater fries, you would recognize that immediately.
4: immediately right. immediately. okay, wait, I have to ask I have to ask all y'all a question. So I feel like for me, There was like some things that were just like ubiquitous in my mom's car when I was a kid, uh, cigarettes, um, uh, like a million like hair clippy things. And then like taco time napkins and various condiments, which she had pilfered and put in the glove compartment just in case. So my question is, do you guys still hold on to your condiments?
1: Well, here's the deal with taco time. Northwest is so fresh. You really can't hold on to any of that. I guess unless you got like some ketchup packets through the drive-through. Uh, back in the day, the hot sauce had some kind of—I um, don't know what it was—but if it was in the fridge, like in the container, for too long, it literally would explode.
4: What?
1: <laughs> no, they've they've corrected that problem, so you can you can it'll last a little longer. But
4: yeah, because I definitely I mean, hold on to like the containers, like, and then I like a classy person will use them in other cooking later.
2: I love that they're like- I'll I'll keep extra hot sauce, but only for a couple of days. Cause like we said, it's so fresh. I don't want to mess. I don't want to mess with that. The
0: the taco time (laughs) hot sauce is like Amazon (laughs) basics materials. It just catches on fire every once in a while. Uh, (laughs) for, For me though, I wouldn't save any condiments from taco time because of how fresh they are and the way that they come. However, Taco Bell hot sauces. I've got about 50,000 of those fuckers
3: in my
2: fridge right now. That and Papa John's garlic sauce. (laughs) There was a story
3: about the person who survived on Taco Bell hot sauce packets, right? Wasn't that a thing?
1: Oh yeah, they got like drove off a cliff or something and like that's all they had.
3: (laughs) It was him and his
0: dog. This sounds more and more ridiculous but this is actually a true story. (laughs)
4: I don't yeah. think I could feed my dog hot sauce because of the hot sauce that would result. But <laughs> wait,
3: wait, wait. The best part of this, an Oregon man survived of course, a oh, of yeah. over of hot sauce pockets. Bless,
4: <laughs>
2: or Oregon Man, truly the West Coast Florida
4: Man. Yes. People don't <laughs> people actually do not really recognize enough how many of my favorite news stories begin with. Oregon Man does etc yeah i mean
3: especially you go east of the mountains in oregon i feel like it's <laughs>
4: no. it gets rural fast yeah yeah it's, they, you just start to hear like the song from deliverance and you're like oh yeah i
0: i definitely justify living like a trash human and having a bunch of just like candy and shit in my car i'm like i could throw that out or if i ever get stranded yeah this is keeping me alive now you're never throwing that shit out <laughs>
4: I mean, if you can't survive in your car for three days, like what even are you doing with your life? You're not prepared.
3: By the way, five days in the car during a snowstorm.
4: Wow. God damn.
3: That's that's pretty incredible. That's
4: heroic. <laughs> and like a lot of hot sauce, too. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. How do you ration it? Like he's like, I don't know how long are we gonna be here. I got 83 hots, <laughs> four miles.
3: I, I don't see any details about the number of hot sauce. <laughs> about how many that's, Diabolos that's were consumed. there.
4: Right, yeah. or yeah, or the iteration.
3: <laughs> the headline was, he lived. And they didn't get into
2: how many hot, how many mild, how many <laughs> five.
4: Okay, well, that's poor journalism, because yeah. those are the details that people want to know.
3: He saved <laughs> the rare Verdes for last. We've <laughs> I mean, got some analytics that people actually want. <laughs>
4: I uh, guarantee you there have been people who in various degrees of like intoxication have Googled how many hot sauce packets, like can you live on or something? So.
3: <laughs> the right, last of our standard questions we haven't gotten to, do you have any former taco time favorites that are no longer on the menu? Oh,
4: um, gosh, I don't know if I do. I've always been such a devotee to the, to the crisp bean, which I think I can still get. Don't tell me otherwise if I can't. Uh, don't, don't break that to me now. So can, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like crisp bean, like that'll be like the last, that'll be like the shape of the taco time, like tombstone if it ever comes to that day. <laughs> um, uh, I do recall at one point, one of the ones in Eugene and maybe this was just a Eugene thing, but it had like legit churros. And that was like a very special time in my life. Uh, there was also like a, some sort of a, like a corn salad at one point that I was pretty into, but no, I, I feel like I, I tend to be pretty standard. It's not like how I am with Burgerville where like I decide whether or not to like try and hit a Burgerville on I-5 depending on the season where I'm like, oh shit, it's strawberry season. Like, cause I will, that's a deciding factor. Also asparagus.
3: Strawberry shake, very solid at at Burgerville. (sighs) What about asparagus?
4: Yeah, they have asparagus season too. So Burgerville, because like they do everything seasonally. And so like in the summertime, uh, they will have for like one glorious week when I happen to be like driving down to like go to a minor league baseball game. uh, They will have it like fried asparagus skewers Mm. and it is top notch.
2: I've I've heard a lot of people make the connection between Taco Time Northwest and Burgerville. 100%. Like, like very beloved, like fresh, yep. local, like really, like right. I think they they sponsor a lot of the teams down there too, just like Taco Time does here. So,
4: yeah. Mad
2: respect to, to Burgerville.
0: Oh,
4: yeah. I don't they're, even know they're,
2: what it is.
4: What? Uh, I've, n- I've
0: never had Burgerville either.
4: <gasps> okay. So oh, it looks, you okay. You know
0: it, right? Sort of driven by one.
4: Okay. And when you drive by, it looks like any other like shitty burger place. Like you wouldn't know it was anything interesting or special until you go. But then it is sort of like the burger version of Taco Time, where it's like, yeah, it's like fresh. There's a lot of seasonal stuff. They work closely with local agriculture. Um, The workers are unionized. Um, And I think they're still, no, they are unionized now. Um, They were like, on strike for a while and I was like not crossing the picket line not even for delicious asparagus um and they were also like the first place ever that had uh like a veggie burger like a bean burger on the menu that you could just like get at a drive-thru um so they are yeah and they're like northwest based highly recommend burger bell like it's it is again like taco time it's like you know it's a little it's like two dollar signs as opposed to one dollar sign on the drive-thru tip but it's worth it
0: is it a drive in or a drive through?
4: Drive through. And yeah. in nicer days you can sit and eat inside like at times mm. when you can be around people. But it's, and it's also like, yeah. Uh, but it's also similarly like situated on I-5 so you can like, you know, stop in. The only one I wouldn't recommend is the one actually I think in Kelso or Longview just cause it's like kind of far off the path. And it's like-
2: It's further from the mothership.
4: Yeah. Like,
3: less oversight. Well, no, the Centralia, the Centralia one, I think, is quite good. That's probably the one I've been to most frequently.
4: Yes, the Centralia one's really nice. The one just over the border in, like, into Washington is very good. Yeah, I yeah. will stop huge.
3: there and get breakfast sometimes when I'm driving back from Portland. And then there's there's one also that's right near the Moda Center that occasionally I've hit up.
1: Yes, and yeah. They have breakfast.
3: Yes, they do do breakfast. Yes.
1: We're gonna this. We're gonna change this to a burger meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: So, Hannah, I looked it up. The closest Taco Time Northwest to Portland, only 45 minutes away.
4: It's worth in it. In Kelso.
2: So, like... Oh, it's why- the one in Kelso. <laughs> so why, yes. why bother messing with Taco Time International? We need to make you full convert. Just go. Um, even though you live down there, you can still... I mean, 90 minutes round trip, I think it's worth it.
4: I've driven further <laughs> for, for things I really care about. You know, I will just say, whichever one of them wants to give me, like, tater fries for life. Uh, I will, they'll have my undying devotion, but Mm. okay. So I have to like, like, I just want to, I'm just going to tell you a really quick story about Taco Time Northwest that goes to their credibility as a brand. Bunch of years ago, I was working as a social media, like marketing person, like whatever Twitter egghead millennial, you know, you know, the type, uh, and we were trying to figure out which software we wanted to use to do like tweets and stuff. And I was like, you know, who's extreme. And I was like looking at like brands that I liked and I was like, Oh, you know, who's extremely dope on Twitter, Taco Time Northwest. So I like go look and I can see their little signature on Twitter is like sent from this platform that does social media And I went to my boss and I was like, so Taco Time uses this platform for social media. We have to switch over. And we did. And I switched over this entire like startup to using the same platform for social media just because Taco Time was so good on Twitter. So Taco Time Northwest is like leading the charge in more ways than they know.
1: They have, I think they have a marketing uh, company that runs their Twitter, but.
2: actually so on my taco time spreadsheet i have um a list of talk and taco time topics in case like i get a hot tip about something and this is actually one of my talk and taco time topics so in my day job we had a meeting at this agency right in ballard um and um we were meeting with them about a project that that we wanted them to work on and they were telling us you know you didn't ask us to do social media but we can actually take over and, and and do social media for this project too. Um, our clients include blah, 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 blah. And our favorite is taco time. <gasps> and you could probably imagine my reaction in this conference room. And this was like a the principal of the agency was there. My boss was there. And it was one of those where like, everyone brings five people, right? Yep, and you're all okay. And I kind of like, like <laughs> did one of these Question, I- <laughs> <laughs> like who actually tweets yeah. for Taco Time? Is it like a team? Is one person like the owner? And the girl sitting right next to me was like, oh, like they're my client and I do it. And I was like, oh hi, like I interact with, <laughs> with Taco Time a lot yeah. on Twitter. And then she kind of looks me up and down like this. <laughs> like, Wait, you're a 206 <laughs> I went through the roof. It was It was incredible. And I had no idea that they used an agency until that day. So I always thought it was just someone down on Maple Valley Highway just like cranking out the good Twitter. But yeah, I went from not knowing they used an agency to I'm sitting next to Taco Time oh my Twitter gosh. girl. In the blink of an eye, I was floored.
4: Did you feel so famous though that she like she that she was like she could place you too?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was that like the interaction that you, we were joking about earlier has never happened, but that actually
4: happened. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, bless her heart. Cause yeah, that's, it's Lord's work. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They do a great job. They're like the, they're like our own little like Wendy's almost. Yeah.
4: Denny's is the other one who has like a really good social presence. Steakums. Steakums. Oh, yes. Steakums,
3: so good.
4: Oh. I mean, I, I'm Moon here pie. for it. Moonpie. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, baby. <laughs> I just will always remember that that was one of Moonpie's tweets at someone because their user photo was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's uh I I used to get to tweet as an elected official for uh, several years and it was always a really great time when I could like interact with someone and then they would be like oh my gosh and I was just like haha it's me I'm here in my leggings but yes <laughs> feel important
2: the number of times that I've like tweeted or replied dm'd someone as the space needle in my <laughs> sweatpants on a weekend <laughs> uh, it's I, I feel you. Uh, we're, we, we've got to have the space needle.
3: Well, it's also yeah. like people tweet at the brand as if they're like interacting with the highest profile public figure of that <laughs> yeah. brand. Yeah. It's they're,
2: like they're, they're DMing Wendy herself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're DMing the needle. This yeah. bitch, <laughs> Wendy fucked up another one
1: of my... <laughs>
4: It's That is true, though. I feel like I'm sure Taco Time, the girl who does Taco Time Northwest, I'm sure she gets oh. someone who's just like, I drove by this location the other day and they didn't have any Mexican fries. She's like, sorry about that.
3: But pro sports is like the most extreme example of this because it'll be yeah. like, I'm sorry, I really don't control who the team trades for. Like, I can't help you there. I know you're upset about it, but that's not me.
2: Yeah. We lost. Sorry. I'm the intern.
4: Yeah. You're like, I'm also sad about this. Yeah. 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 It's a dark, that's the dark side. That's really the dark side about doing social media for your, for your life. Yeah. There's a lot of folks where I'm like, yes, I hear you. And none of us can do anything about it.
3: And I can't, I can't always agree with you publicly, even though I agree (laughs) with you privately.
4: Yeah, yeah. Just know that somewhere there is a person who looks way less important than you think they are just nodding vigorously behind a screen like- mm-hmm. I fucking
1: hate tater fries too. It's a dumb name.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I wanted to come back to that. Can, can we right here, right now, come up with a taco, Talkin' Taco Time alternative to tater fries? That's a lot of tees. An alternative to tater fries that we would endorse as a name. And then also, I think we'd love to hear feedback from the other Talkin' Taco Time stands of what they would like to see for a name. But can I start? Can yeah, I... we should open this up for sure. Yeah. Well, I want to I start by just throwing out one that came out last week that's really stuck with me, uh, which was Taco Tots.
4: Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I mean, you did it.
2: The other one I'll put up, because I'm a big Taco Tot proponent, um, I will put up, if people are looking for an alternative, Fiesta Fries.
3: And okay. my suggestion was Northwest Fries because of like you know like the idea that Rocky Mountain oysters—they're not actually oysters. Northwest Fries it's a aren't actually fries. A, bit of
0: a mouthful. Northwest Fries—it kind of sounds like you're eating dirt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just weed. Are there some right? Really? Kind of well? <laughs> <Yes>.
0: Northwest Fries.
4: <laughs> I mean I, I think Taco Tots, I think that's it does what it says on the tin, you know. I think some of us were not raised, I guess, with what we know to be mexi fries. And so I could see it being really confusing if you just like heard the name and I actually think at one point my I think my partner, he's from Boston, don't hold it against him, and um he too late. <laughs> he like <laughs> mentioned at one point that he was like, "Oh, I didn't even realize that mexi fries just were tater tots." And I was like, "Oh yeah." I can see how that's confusing. So, taco tots does solve that problem.
1: That's but- great, they just embraced it. And it's not, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, man, I never even thought about it. Cause they're so good. You'd never be like, if they were bad, you'd be like, these
0: are just fucking tater tots. And they suck.
4: <laughs> these are just tater tots with cumin on them. What the hell? Yeah.
0: <laughs> the-, the taco part is why it's different than a tater tot. It right. has slightly There's different seasoning. seasoning. Yep, (laughs) like very slightly different. That's
4: That's the taco. Just like a, just a hint. Yeah, but it is. It does, you know. It uh, it does describe it, but it also like doesn't, you know. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think that's perfect.
1: I I wish I was still working there when they changed the name, because I would just whisper to people like, the seasoning box still says Mexi Fries, (laughs) like. This is the last one of the actual Mexi fry seasoning before it's tater fry seasoning.
4: Oh my God. You'd have to like pocket one of those boxes and sell it on eBay to like the seven (laughs) nerds (laughs) who care.
2: And you're talking to four of them. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Wait, wait, okay. The seasoning box though, what is, is it just a, I hope it's just a white box that literally just says Mexi fry seasoning. Sans serif giant text
1: basically, yeah. It but it's like uh, it's in a bag inside of a like a regular cardboard box with just like a sticker that says Mexi Fry seasoning. All the like the taco time proprietary stuff was like all like super simple label, you know, like the uh, the burrito sauce mix in a bag or the hot sauce mix, just like in they don't really tell you exactly what's in it.
4: Well, that's smart, you know, trade secrets and all that. Cause otherwise like people like you would just be there like scratching mm-hmm. it down. Like
1: It's funny because they do have like um, ingredients for stuff when you have to make salsa and stuff. And I just, I never even thought, even when I had to go back working there, like as an adult, <laughs> like seven years ago, I should have just been taking pictures with my damn phone. <laughs> I never once thought about it. Like I need to steal these uh, recipes. I'm just like I'll just come here and pay them to make it.
4: Man, that's how that's how they keep it so secret. I guess <laughs> <laughs> they're just banking on that level of interest all, from the have, employees. All
1: the technique secrets, you know.
4: Well, I saw the ladle. Yeah, I know. I know no. you did the uh, the ladle thing. <laughs> so that's hard to recreate.
1: And, you know, where you put the dial on the tortilla warmer. So, you, you know, you don't want it too hot, too quick.
4: How many options are there on that dial?
1: <laughs> it's like, a, <laughs> it goes, you know, from like zero to 10.
4: Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say it like low, medium, high. And I was going to be like, oh, it doesn't sound that <laughs> difficult, but 10, 10, I could fuck up. That's enough that I could mess it up.
1: Oh, uh, Randy. I saw you uncovered something today on Twitter. That's kind of a bummer.
2: Yeah. So I we went uh, we're in starting a 14 day pre Christmas quarantine, and so we hit up Costco this weekend in preparation. And on the Costco list was Taco Time gift cards. Um, where you know I usually make a a three to four hundred dollar annual investment. <laughs> um, and we went to the gift card area not a taco time gift card to be seen what? And so, you know, and I, I understand, you know, being, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a challenging year. I'm I'm sure the, you know, Costco's different. I'm sure taco times looking at things different. Maybe people like us are working the system a little bit too much um, with the gift cards, but either way, I, I was like, maybe they just weren't at, at the Seattle Costco. So I put it on Twitter. Hey, has anyone seen taco time gift cards around and taco time, immediately replied on Twitter themselves and confirmed that they're not uh, doing Costco gift cards this year.
4: Whoa.
2: And the backstory, Hannah, is the, the hack there was you could get $50 worth of Taco Time gift card for $40.
4: <gasps> That's a good hack. Yeah. Which now you have...
2: With the app out. in the rewards, and then you're
1: getting another... Once you get 100 bucks, you get the free meal. So you're like paying 80 bucks for... $110 worth of
2: Taco Time. Yeah,
4: Man, You guys are working the system.
2: <laughs> yeah, and so apparently um, maybe the whole global economic crisis had something to do with it, but maybe we also broke Taco Time gift cards, you guys.
4: They were just like looking at the map. They had an abacus and they were just like, oh, I don't know if we're going to be able to do it another another holiday season with these gift cards.
2: I mean, if you looked at my feed on Christmas Day on Twitter, it's Every single person posting the Taco Time gift cards from Costco that they got for Christmas. <gasps> like that's just that's fully totally it. So maybe they just were looking like at Taco and Taco Time's followers on on Boxing Day. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh no. What have we done? <laughs> yeah,
2: this is truly
0: canceled this year. Oh uh, right. I, I, I definitely did the same search
3: last week.
4: Did you? So you knew already that this this had happened,
3: but I didn't think to tweet to Taco Time to confirm that they weren't actually there. I I just I just went with it.
4: You just so. held that shame in your own pocket.
3: Yeah,
2: and so. in the gift card center it says there's more uh, gift cards available online. Go check out Costco.com, which I did, and, <laughs> and no, there was <laughs> nothing. Immediately.
4: God, I hope everyone you know enjoys Texas Roadhouse or whatever the hell other kind of shitty gift know. card you can get. Yeah. Have fun at Chili's. God, yeah. Christmas I say, really is over. Can you get over. an
1: Applebee's gift card there? This is like
4: Jingle All The Way, but with Taco Time <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> everyone's getting Booster. I need, I, need to, gift
2: cards. I, need, I need to get a picture of my face and put it on Arnold Schwarzenegger in that scene where he's fighting like 50 Santas. <laughs> yeah.
4: I really only bring that up because we're, that's like the movie on our agenda tonight. So. <laughs> jingle all the way. It's so good.
3: I believe that's smash it. Jingle all the way.
4: Yeah. That, that's how you have to say it. Yeah. Jingle all the way. Yeah. That's the only way. RIP Phil Hartman. Oh. Mm, yeah. Gone too soon. Um, but yeah, so that's a, uh, well, that's a big bummer. I guess I, I wasn't going to be getting anyone any taco time gift cards this holiday season, but now I guess I'm really not.
1: People on this show usually buy them for themselves.
2: Yeah. They were they were quick to point out like you can still buy the gift cards from yeah. Taco Time. You just have which, to pay full dollar amount. Pay full dollar amount, which my in-laws, if you're listening, uh you may have noticed Taco Time gift cards still on the Christmas list after discovering they're not at Costco. So just in case you were wondering.
4: <laughs> still do want it.
2: How how many of your in-laws listen to this pod, right there? No less than two. Okay, that's good.
4: That's a, good that's a lot. That, that is a lot, actually.
1: <laughs> no one I know will listen to this.
4: Oh, yeah. They that's always the it. hard thing, man. When you have a podcast <laughs> and you tell your friends about it and they're like, bitch, I'm aware. It's not that I didn't know. I just don't listen to it.
1: <laughs> My friend at work started a podcast and he was like, I was like, I listened to half an episode. It was pretty good.
4: Well, you know that that's what people love to hear. Is that they couldn't finish <laughs> know, the, the thing stuff. that you made.
3: The response we often get from people is like, you know, we have to deal with you in real life. That's enough. We don't need to deal with you in podcast form as well.
4: Yeah.
1: You won't shut up about Taco Time already in person. Though. Yeah. Why am I
3: going to tune in for more? Yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking oh, of that, why don't you tell us about your podcast, Hannah? Uh,
4: well, okay. Okay. You asked. Um, yeah. I host a podcast with my friend, Andrew, who he's actually a professional podcaster um, and he used to be in radio. So we get to sort of tailwind off his like actual podcasting. Um, he is the coast of too beautiful to live. And so he and I have our own podcast. It's called spotless and it's about cleaning uh, which I then always tell people, yes, really. Um, but it's, it's also, I mean, it is like literally about, clean, like, we will talk about like different ways to clean stuff. People call in, we have a, we have a phone line people can call and it's like car talk, but for cleaning. So people will be like, I have a stain on my shirt. What should I do? And we'll be like, oh, that's a great question. Um, but we also talk a lot about like how cleaning is an, uh, you know, sort of an extension of a lot of our other issues that we have and how it's a way to gain control over your surroundings and how it's something that people moralize. So just like cool, fun, cool, fun subjects around house stuff. And a lot of like, we're both renters. So I think that's also like a little different than a lot of like home type shit. And also like someone tweeted us or like tweeted recently is like, why isn't there a, a like a home ec type show that isn't just by like trad wives. And I, we were like, Oh, that's us. we are two deeply like unmarried individuals who are renters who are often just like I don't know I threw it in a bucket with some vinegar for a while and it worked uh so I'm selling it really well um would you
2: would you commit to in the future if I don't know throwing out a random example here if someone called in and had a (laughs) taco time related Clean like hot sauce stain. Would you <laughs> do a crossover pod?
4: A hundred percent, yes. In a heartbeat. I we have done theme episodes that are things like that, where it's just like, why is it that all of my shit has oil stains on it? What do we do? Uh, and I feel like hot sauce and taco related stains is is pretty real. I'm trying to think if Andrew, surely he has been to a taco time. He's not from Washington, but he's been here a decent amount of time. And uh, his, he co hosts his other podcast with Luke Burbank, who is an affirmed Taco Time fan and supporter. So, surely, yeah, I would imagine.
2: It's only a matter of time.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm here for it. I've only also, because I, what is, who among us has not attempted to eat a burrito in the car and route to something and had the entire burrito go everywhere? And then you're like, well, I either throw out this entire car and everything I'm wearing, or I figure out what to do.
1: I'm getting another burrito. Yeah, yeah right.
2: <laughs> turn immediately
4: back around. Get back clearly, in line.
2: Too clearly too much of it can't be eaten. So I need to go get another one. Yeah. yeah.
4: This is I yeah, exactly right. Well, yeah. Once I mean, once more than half of the burrito is in your lap, it doesn't even count. So turn back around. Yes, that is true, but yeah. So we talk, It's and it's uh, you know it's kind of. I don't know if you guys have ever had any of those creative projects where you're like, "Wow, this is not the thing I thought I would be investing most of my time and energy into," but here we are.
3: Again, we host a podcast. Yeah, my we we podcast on, on Taco Time. I thought
4: I thought you might. I thought mm-hmm. you might it's called uh, understand Taco Time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might yeah. get
1: one. Well, you might get like two listeners off of this, though, so, yeah. man.
4: Hell yeah. I
1: can see some people could cross over there.
4: Uh, I will, uh, once this episode is up to, I'll tweet it from the Spotless account because they like our listeners are very, they're very dedicated. There's not a ton of ton of them, but they're very into it. So you might, you might gain a few too. We,
3: we feel that one very much as well. And <laughs> so sadly we can't follow you as an elected official anymore, I don't think. But uh, you are of course very, very prominent on Twitter. At Miss Hannah Brooks.
4: Yes. Uh, yeah, because uh, my full name is Hannah Brooks Olson. And when I first started getting on the internet, there was a Swedish cam girl called Hannah Olsen. <laughs> and so in an attempt to set myself apart uh, for, m- for my budding cam girl business. Um, <laughs> uh, like, I...
1: how, did, how did she spell that?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just like mine. <laughs> That's the hard thing. Uh, so yeah, she was very beautiful. I do remember that. Um, so that's, that's why a lot of my like usernames are kind of janky and why I, I use all three of my names. Uh, people always assume it's cause I'm like something disgusting, like married or something, but that's not it.
1: <laughs> well, my name is Chris Smith. So there's not, there's not one <laughs> thing anywhere on the internet that I can get.
4: Oh yeah. That is a challenge, but at least people spell your name right on stuff like birthday cakes.
1: Yeah, they should. God willing. Yeah. If, if they spell it with a K, I'll just probably hang myself at that
4: birthday. I, I mean, yes, I think that's fair. You don't look like a Kardashian to me. So, not yet, but <laughs> give it time.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, I got to say, Hannah, you were by far the most enthusiastic response that we've gotten to a Taco Time, Talking Taco Time invitation. Just a lot of exclamation points
4: yeah i mean that's really how i i'm so i um i'm like i'm not even five feet tall i'm like four foot eleven i'm very small low to the ground and so i make up for it with like a lot of enthusiasm and exclamation points so i'm glad to hear that that comes across over email as well and then i'm very professional in my comportment
3: too. <laughs> it's overrated uh but i'm glad we could make this happen
4: me too thank you so much i yeah i was aware of your podcast just in that i was like other people love taco time as much as i do Uh, and i was just glad to know that there were like that there were dozens of us yeah i assume i I don't know what your numbers are like but i assume it's (laughs) dozens i mean there's five of us on this call right now so we're halfway there
3: yes we can safely (laughs) say that yes good
4: well i'm very uh i thank you so much for having me this was Uh, the most I've gotten to talk about Taco Time to someone who isn't in my blood family. Uh, So it was nice to do.
1: (laughs) It's a nice place for us all to be, you know, come to, to be able to talk about Taco Time when people in real life will, are tired of hearing it.
4: (laughs) Yeah, well, I hope they're ready for how much I'm going to be talking about it when we can all get together in real life again. Because I have a lot of thoughts saved up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Save up some money to get a nice taco time uh, catering thing too when you have all of them together.
4: Oh, I've joked before about having, like if I were to ever get married about having taco time cater my wedding. So like, don't don't tempt me because that is something.
1: I keep trying to, every year for our like uh, Christmas lunch at work,
0: I'm like taco time, but uh, never works. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> the, now that the truck is gone, that would have been perfect for weddings, the truck. Yeah. But.
4: Oh, yeah. Maybe someday.